Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Good evening, everybody. Matt from Don't Unfriend Me. It's episode 78. It's January 8th, Red Friday. What is Red Friday? Well, we remember everyone deployed on Red Friday, and we make sure we just keep all the veterans who are overseas in our thoughts, wish them well, God bless, and cannot wait for them to come home. You can participate in Red Friday by picking up a shirt, picking up a hat. Sometimes it'll say Red Friday on it, or sometimes it's all in red, and most veterans will know what it is, and they may give you a thumbs up or a pat on the back and tell you, Thank you for caring, and thank you for supporting all of our veterans. Well, folks, what are we going to talk about tonight? This is going to be an interesting one. I don't have a joke for you. It's day three without a joke, and I'm still in a solemn mood, but I'm in a better mood. I'm determined. I'm determined to break through what we're hearing and seeing, this cloud of disinformation, this fog of war. There's so much happening, so much going on. And tonight we're going to talk a little bit about it. I'm going to show you one side, which is the conspiracy side, and then I'm going to show you the factual side. And I'm going to show you my perceptions of what happened. And then there's going to be the rest of what Twitter and the digital universe think. I can't tell you what's right or wrong. I will just ask you to decide for yourself. And if you would happen to send me one of these videos or links, it's not bad upon you. I appreciate it. It helps me keep perspective. It helps me to understand what people are thinking. But alas, there are some very crazy notions out there, and I want to address them. Let's get to the the intro. We'll go ahead and talk a little about who we are, what we do, and all of that, and then we'll get di- uh, dive right into the show. It, it's going to be an interesting one. We'll talk about Donald Trump, like I said. We'll talk a little bit about the Capitol rush, and then perspective on a few other things. So let's get started. Thank you so much. Hang tight with me. It's going to be a fun one. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Appreciate everyone stopping by. If you are a dummy already, I thank you for following, liking, subscribing, sharing, giving me special hearts and love, all that stuff that you do. But if you haven't done it yet, stop over by Facebook at Don't Unfriend Me Host. That is my Instagram tag as well. And you can follow me on those two platforms. You'll see a lot of photos, behind the scenes stuff. That is essentially where I live until I grow. You can find me on YouTube also where most of my HD content is. And that's a little different. Don't Unfriend Me because not everything was available. So it's either Don't Unfriend Me host or Don't Unfriend Me. And then you can always go to my website at don'tunfriendme.com, which is a fun place to spend some time. It's a cornucopia of wonder, and I would expect and hopefully appreciate you stopping by. One other thing, you need you to like, share, and subscribe, please. It's extremely important. Without that, God kills a puppy, and I cannot keep the lights on, and that is super duper important. Folks, let's get into it tonight. What are we going to talk about? Well, we've already touched on it a little bit, but I want to start off with something that's really important. And it's important because my sister sent me something and I love my sister. I adore her. 
And I, I love that she challenges my thought process from time to time. And she's one of my biggest supporters. However, she challenges what I think. She's not a big fan of Donald Trump. I believe she voted for him. I believe that she uh, thinks that he can be a pig and she he doesn't have a certain level of standards that she appreciates. And I respect that. She wrote this to me on my video last night and the night before. I am six minutes in. Why do you respect her just because she was military? Three others died also. She also was QAnon. So it's an interesting take. I really didn't address it. I was more just kind of shut my sister down because I wasn't in the mood to do it last night. But she also wrote this. She died for effing Donald. She didn't say effing, but she did take out the U, which I got to love my sister for doing that. Seriously, I respect life. You know that. However, when you know right from wrong, come on, 14 years in, many tours, etc. She disrespected her honor to our country. And second, she stepped foot in there. You and I could go, etc. Now, I want to address that because it's important. First of all, nobody should, I, 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 okay, I'm perplexed because I understand what my sister's saying and her and I are, are law and order people. We have been raised that way by my father and mother and that's of all my parents' shortcomings, being lawless was not one of them. So I understand, hence why I said that the people involved in that should be hung. Because it was insurrection, and I'll prove it to you tonight. And you can challenge me all you want. You can tell me that it was that it was the Antifa opposing. No, it was not. There were thousands on those steps, and trust me, they were Trump supporters. They may not be the Trump supporters that represent you and me, but they were Trump supporters. And for anyone to say that they weren't sounds as ridiculous saying that BLM wasn't burning down buildings and that it was paid by Soros or other people. We know what happened. We saw what happened. And we need, it's time for us to take our medicine. I was so distraught because all human life is important to me. And anyone who served 14 years in the military serving their country deserves my respect. For whatever inequities that that lady may have, I don't believe she deserved to die yesterday, day before. And if she did, any type of ill will that I held for her for stepping foot on the Capitol with ill intent, she paid for with her life. American blood is one color. And when it's spilled in a hallowed ground as our Capitol or the White House or the Capitol building. I don't care where it is. It's a travesty. Just as George Floyd, no matter how high he was on fentanyl, and no matter what he had done by putting a knife to a pregnant woman's belly, all of those things are to be considered. But it doesn't mean you can't hold that person in contempt for their actions, but also be saddened by their needless death. Now, I'm a capital punishment person, and I believe that if you break the law and you earn a sentence for capital punishment, you should be put to death immediately. However, there is a process to things. And did she need to be shot? Well, that remains to be seen because what I saw from these videos, there was ill intent, and it wasn't going to be peaceful. 
the outer offices and the people sitting in pictures and smoking dope and stealing podiums, those people were there because they were brought in. But that group that was banging on those doors had a very intent purpose. And that purpose, in my opinion, was to take Senate and state legislature hostage. I will say it again. It is my belief that the people who bust in through those doors after before she was shot, their job and their intent was to take Senate and state legislatures hostage. I will explain to you why I think that, and I will show you video that you probably haven't seen and a walkthrough you haven't seen. But to my sister, I say this. In the fog of war, we may not have all the facts. And although I knew she was QAnon and I know she was an insurrectionist, I lament the fact that it was needless because the information she received was false. I believe that she was turned by disinformation and lied to by a group of people who brainwashed similar to David Koresh or the Haley Bot Comet. I think that it's a travesty that a veteran who served their country and seemed to be a patriot lost their life because they were ignorant. To me, that's horrific. So although I understand your sentiment and I agree, hopefully today's show shows you a little bit more about what actually took place and how it took place and why I am so frustrated. That's the best answer I can give. I love you. Thank you for being awesome. And thank you for making a comment. This one was also interesting. Michelle Daniel came by today and she stopped by the site and she said, new follower. Not because we believe everything the same, but I miss logical, somewhat sane people to debate with. Michelle, I look forward and I have goosebumps. It's the whole reason I started the site was to create dialogue and to have discourse. And I would be honored to argue with you and debate you and disagree with you. But also, I hope we find common ground and commonality because that's what this show is about. I will harp on everybody. I will sometimes be annoying because people think I won't take a side. I won't. I judge each situation the way it should be judged, indiscriminately and separately. So maybe that answers why I mourn the lady's death, because I judge the 14 years, I judge her service, I judge a mother, I judge a wife and a daughter. And the rest of it, to me, I judge separately and distinctly apart. Michelle, I look forward to your debate. Kelly, I always look forward to yours. And anyone else, please join the fray. Have an opinion, and let's have a conversation. Let's get down and heavy, because we have got a lot to talk about. This photo is not Photoshop. It's not made up. It's not fake. It's not an Antifa member. This is a person who entered that building to do one thing, to take hostages. They have plastic handcuffs, and those things are designed for quick and easy, by design, to immobilize somebody and to make them succumb to whatever you want them to do. You don't bring those for any other reason. They weren't used on the security officials that were in the halls. They weren't used when they busted through the doors. They weren't used when they rammed through the gates. These are used for one purpose, to secure somebody against their will. And the only people who were available going in that direction, in that great hall, were state legislatures, senators, and representatives. 
I truly believe that this group, without the 14-year veteran being shot, was going to do just that. That Capitol Police officer, Secret Service agent, or whoever he was who fired those shots, even though people say it was Chuck Schumer. Let me say that again. People think it's Chuck Schumer, and I will show you video evidence that people are spreading it around. And I have realized that the level of stupidity in America has eclipsed an all-time high. This is the damage that took place, and there was much more. Broken windows, fire extinguishers went off, a fire extinguisher who went into a gentleman's head. And this gentleman just passed away. A good friend of mine who's a Force Recon Marine, Will, you hear me talk about him often, knew this gentleman. This is Officer Sicknick, and he was with the Capitol Police, and he died. Right now, they believe he took a fire hydrant to the head, We don't know exactly what it was. Initial reports is that it was a stroke. But ultimately, his life is gone. And it is just as terrible and horrific as any life that has been lost and the five lives that have been lost with this event that did not need to take place. May he rest in peace and God bless his family. I can't imagine how they feel today. This is some of the damage that you can see from this event. It's just a little. But you can also see a bag full of explosives, incendiary devices, tasers, and more handcuffs. This was a deliberate event, and you are going to find out a couple of things. One is that this will all unfold in the investigation. There will be somebody who funded this. There will be somebody who organized this. And trust me, everyone who was involved has been identified, has been locked down, Every single one of their phones has been tracked. They have the FCC ID. They know who was in the building. They have photographic evidence, and they've already rounded up a few of them, and they are starting to flip like a pancake. This will be uncovered. And what you will find in the coming days is that this was indeed a plot to hold people hostage, not to burn ballots, not to create a ruckus or smoke weed or steal a podium. It was insurrection at its finest. And I absolutely disagree with what they did and how they did it. I explained yesterday how it should have been done and when it should have been done. And it certainly was not yesterday and the day before. Something that makes me not angry, but makes me not understand are things like this. This photo, if you can see, is a picture of what looks to be Secret Service, a man in a suit and tie. And I will tell you when you serve at the Capitol building or serve at SCOTUS or you serve in the White House, you either are in military dress or you are in a suit and tie, especially if you are security. To me, this person looks like Secret Service or Capitol Police or possibly a detective or any of the alphabet agencies, but it doesn't matter. With a standard issue Glock, it is indeed not Chuck Schumer. Just because the person has a receding hairline and looks to be the same age, Do people actually believe that Chuck Schumer drew down on somebody and shot them? But these idiot moron simpletons who honestly don't deserve the air we breathe are putting out this information. Now, I despise Chucky Schumer more than anybody, but what he is not is a cold calculating, glove wearing, Glock yielding gunman who killed 
a Trump supporter. And remember, they're not Trump supporters anyway. They're Antifa. So what do you care if he did kill them? He killed one of his own. Your conspiracies don't hold water. And the thing about your conspiracy theories is you talk out of both sides of your mouth because you can't remember a lie from the truth. And if you believe that all of these people were Antifa, then you should be celebrating that Chuck Schumer killed one of their own. But you're not. You're lamenting and saying that Chuck Schumer shot a Trump supporter. Well, which one is it? You're getting your stories confused because you're a moron. Chuck Schumer did nothing of that or had any involvement in that. He was cowering behind a desk and hiding and pissing his pants like most politicians did that day. I'm going to show you a video, and this video is interesting, and I'm going to show you the lies first. I want you to watch the breakdown, and this is a different angle, and it's troubling, and it's disturbing, and then I'm going to show you the truth, but it's been slowed down and altered to make you think that something happened that didn't happen. The lie and the shtick in all the conspiracy theories are saying that the woman who was shot was an actor, that the person who shot her was an actor, and all 1,000 of those insurrectionists were actors and paid for by the government to get Donald Trump out of office. Once again, this is the crap that I deal with every day, and I brought it on myself because I created the show, but I find it interesting. I'm going to let you watch it, I'm going to let you absorb it, and welcome to my world of cuckoo land crazy idiots with a cause. At this point, this is Chuck Schumer, supposedly, holding his sidearm, Glock, and ready to shoot an unsuspecting Trump supporter. I'll put this down here. This is what they're saying. I want you to watch the rest of this because it doesn't get any better. But remember, they say it's a show. This is an actor. He's a paid actor. This is a spotter. Because somebody with a Glock from five feet away needs a spotter. Let me say that again. That person is a spotter who is essentially 20 yards away spotting for a Glock, which isn't as accurate from 20 yards away as it is from seven feet away. Basically, my two-year-old could shoot that person from that distance and hit 80% of the shots. Chuck Schumer, at close range, was able to hit someone in the neck or in the abdomen. We are not sure. The person who made this video says no one flinches. Well, no one flinched because it was one single shot, and in the midst of all the confusion, going through double doors that are barricaded, everyone is flinching, and they're trying to catch the person who was shot. They understand it was one shot. If there was another one, rapid succession, I promise you everyone would have got down and ran. But the shot was made and the person got behind cover yet again. Oh, trust me, it's playing. Because they were blanks, they say. She doesn't fall. She climbs down. Okay. Anyone who saw the video that I did two nights ago, does anyone actually believe that she climbed down versus fall like a sack of potatoes? It's not the movies, folks. You don't get shot with a 40 cal or a 9 mil in the throat or in the abdomen and not feel it. 
I don't care how much adrenaline you're going. She got hit vitally and was dead in seconds. The amount of blood, everything else, I don't mean to be graphic, but she dropped like a sack of potatoes, and I prom- it was probably a forty caliber bullet. And the backpack a, to cushion her head is already over her neck. Oh, my God. Hold on. So what they're saying is, is that she positioned the backpack because she knew someone was going to make a shot. She knew that she was going to fall, but climbed down in safety, but still needed a backpack to protect her head. Safe landing. Safe landing. If you considered a bullet hitting you, dead center mass, and you dying as a safe landing, then yes, Jay, that is a safe landing. That is the person's name, by the way, who made this stupid-ass video. Need to reposition her to the predetermined camera angle. It's an iPhone. They didn't set up a production studio. There's no line of sight. There's no lights. There's no boom operator, you moron. It's a fracking iPhone. What camera angle are you talking about? There was about 50 cameras within five feet of her going on the whole time as every idiot was recording this event. No blood, it says, as her hand is near her face. Then they make a, an arrow pointing at the police officers and the other ones in the back that says fake SWAT. He is about to signal the spotter down the hall. And I'll tell you why in a second he signals the spotter down the hall for all of you people who don't believe it. He points his AR downrange. He doesn't know what's going in the hall. They are new to the scene. He is pointing down. He is on grip. He is in a non-firing position. He is sweeping the area to ensure that there is no threat downrange. He is not about to engage. His head is not on his sights. He is not in a position. He is stepping forward and checking. He has low trajectory on the bottom step, so any assailant that's down the hall will only have a low-profile target against his head. He's wearing a ballistic helmet, and if a shot is fired, he has a good chance to survive from a low-caliber round. The moment he makes eye contact with a a federal officer or official that he recognizes, he points and makes a signal. That spotter will point back to the person they call the spotter, will point back to him, and they will get a ready check that they are friendly with a thumbs up and that they recognize that good people are in and down range and lower weapons and do not fire and put rounds near us when we have the situation secure. This is standard action from anybody who has been in any open conflict where multiple good guys are there and cannot recognize each other. And anyone who thinks it was anything other than that has never picked up a weapon or had a buddy on their left and right in their lives and they don't know what the hell they're talking about. He nods. He makes eye contact. He lowers his weapon. He recognizes a good guy downrange. He is going to put up his hand as in stop, I'm good, and then give a thumbs up that I am good to go. There's the thumbs up. And it's a thumbs up that they recognize that good guys are there. Not all good that the woman was, the actor's fake shot it. 
and shot her. Then you can see where he's making contact. He lowers his weapon and points down that I'm going down to help the person that was shot. I guarantee another hand or thumbs up was given that they will not fire and that that situation at this point is contained or at least sustained. Then they say she has the presence of mind with a bullet to wipe the fake blood on her face. But of course she wasn't shot. Of course she had both hands climbing and pounding on glass, but still was able to navigate fake blood as her hands were up to her side as she was unable to move, probably suffering from some sort of spine injury from the bullet ripping through her body. Apparently, the fake blood defies gravity. Okay, I'm done. This is what I'm seeing. This is everywhere. It's not just one thing. This is everywhere. There's there's rumors that China is going to evade the United States. Okay, listen, I don't know where you people think you're from, but you have no special gifts or talent. You are not read into any of this. And if you were, you wouldn't be posting on Facebook because you would be in Leavenworth. Where is your intel coming from? Where are your sources? How come all of you can talk about this, but you never have a source? And why are people trusting a pimple-faced dipshit in a basement who is on a computer and and your name is Bong Blaster 420, but somehow you are the, the person, the Rosetta Stone, that's going to solve why China is invading the United States? These delusions of grandeur are pathetic. The people who think that they're in the know, where does this person get their information? Which suspects did they talk to? Which police did they talk to? I promise you this. I have talked to more police who are within 100 yards of that than they have. I guarantee it. This isn't fact. This is fiction. It's a pipe dream. And people eat it up. Why? Because it creates intrigue. But it's not true and it's not real. And all it does is keep us from the truth. Because I'm going to show you the real video. And I'm going to show you in real time what happened. And we're going to disprove this right now. Chuck Schumer did not shoot that person. It was not a paid actor. This was not a setup. And somebody died, including five people died. And your constant disgrace about them is ridiculous. Here's your walkthrough from start to finish. And then I will show you the video after that breaks this down from top to bottom. There is the White House in the northern section. The ellipse is in the center, and the U.S. Capitol building is here, where most of the people amassed are a yellow circle. 6 a.m., over 1,000 Trump supporters gathered at the ellipse to prepare for a pro-Trump rally. 11 a.m., Trump Save America rally begins with speeches from Eric and Donald Trump and Rudy Giuliani. After this, we're going to walk down there and I will be with you, as Trump said, is what he said. The House of Representatives, Representatives and the lawmakers were in the chamber in a joint session of the House of Representatives to count the Electoral College votes. This is what it looked like at 1.10 p.m. There are thousands, multiple thousands of people and Trump supporters in that area, all who were down at the ellipse just a few minutes earlier. Look at the numbers of people. Capitol Police order an evacuation of the Library of Congress, Madison Building, and the Cannon House. 
1.33 p.m., rioters enter uh, Statutory Hall as they head for the House and U.S. Senate. At 1.40, D.C. Mayor uh, Bowser orders a citywide curfew at 6 p.m., ending at 6 a.m. the following morning. Elaine Luria says, I just had to evacuate my office because of a pipe bomb reported outside. Supporters of the president are trying to force their way into the Capitol, and I can hear what sounds like multiple gunshots. Elaine Luria. At 2.11, rioters break through police lines on the west side of the Capitol shortly after they can be seen climbing the walls outside of the Capitol building. Two twenty-two. Vice President Pence has snuck out the back door. Rioters start breaking Capitol windows, turning over benches, grabbing fire extinguishers, setting them off, desecrating statues, pouring blood on statues, etc., etc. Shots fired in the House chamber at two forty-four. As you can see, several representatives who you've seen on TV who act tough are hiding behind seats, buildings, uh, building structures, desks, etc. And although I, I probably would do the same thing if I was not armed, I find it funny how quickly and how cowardly they are. If they were in the right, why are you hiding? Well, they were doing their jobs. And I believe truly that they felt that their lives were in danger. And I feel that they have very good reason to feel that way. So I'm not insulting them for hiding. I'm insulting them that they had had to come here to begin with. And I guarantee everyone to a man and woman in that chamber thought, my God, what have we done? Why have we divided America and we are now going to pay for what we did? I promise you that thought ran through every one of their heads. Protesters have breached the Capitol. Bobak says they're outside the Senate chamber at 247. Garrett Hake says, two sources familiar tell me that Speaker Pelosi and Mayor Bowser have asked for the National Guard to come to Capitol Hill to clear the rioters. One of those sources says DOD has not yet approved change of mission for the D.C. Guard. 303, rioters seen on the Senate floor. As you can see. A lot of them are wearing three percenters hats. A lot of them are wearing don't tread on me. A lot of them are wearing military type garb, tactical helmets, uh, helmets, shemags, everything else. Donald Trump makes his posts about everyone to calm down, tells them that they're thankful and respectful. A woman identified as Ashley Babbitt is in critical condition after being shot in the neck inside the Capitol. Some say it was her abdomen. She later dies, according to reports. I promise you from that distance with anyone who knew their salt, it was going to be a neck or head shot. And they were absolutely shooting to kill. Seems like a nice person made a horrible decision. 351, 1,100 troops of the D.C. National Guard come in to support law enforcement. And that is when I saw all the trucks on the highway and all the exits being blocked as more than 1,000 troops. There must have been 10,000. They had convoys of trucks, military police, civilian police, state troopers. Everybody was there. Sheriff's departments, they called in everybody from three states. 405, congressional leaders are evacuated from the Capitol. Joe Biden goes up and talks about insurrection. Mike Pence goes and says the things that he always says, says that they are going to go back into session and everything is going to be fine. So that's what happened there. 
And those are the timelines of events, if you believe what is reported. And that is from multiple witnesses. And I can tell you that a lot of the security officials at the White House were told to stand down. As quoted as saying, what are we going to do? Shoot everybody? Let them in, evacuate, and let them do what they're going to do. That was absolutely what they did for BLM supporters. And for the people making the parallel that BLM supporters all would have been shot, people were shot. And I have seen many riots where nobody was shot. Many of the BLM protests, nobody was shot. They were tear gassed. They were pushed down. They were zip tied and taken away. But they were not shot to my recollection. In fact, the police departments across the nation had done an amazing job not to have anyone killed. People were shot. People were clubbed. People were maced and pepper sprayed. And, more, and deaths came from this. Don't sit here and tell me and try to make this a racial issue, but the press is doing what they always do and saying BLM would have been treated differently, and Joe Biden said that. This is the problem. You are the problem. You are the what's creating the dissension and the segregation and the separation of citizens in this country because you can't stop the racist trope. I guarantee every one of those officers, nobody wanted to pull the trigger. Nobody wanted to do that, but they knew damn well that that group of people were coming through those doors, and I'm going to prove it to you right now, to Take someone hostage, and, and that couldn't happen. Let's go! Fuck this shit! We tell you boom! You back off! You back off! Move! Move! It's our house! It's our house! We tell you boom! What happened there is that the gates were stormed and the gates were torn down. How I know what happened is I am not going to show you the video of her being shot again. But what I will tell you is that that mob, I've seen the video, the five minutes of video that was shown what they did beforehand. They were pleading with the police to get out of the way and said, we're not here for you. We are not here for you. We're here for them. They punched the windows of the doors, smashing glass, and they were going through. At that point, they made a hole. And all the security officers were allowed to escape. I want to be clear with you. Four security officers who were guarding, guarding that door, Capitol Police, were allowed to leave and they abandoned their post. Because the mob said, you either leave or you're next. We're not here for you. We support you. We care about the law. But we're coming after whoever's inside there. They had explosives, they had stun guns, they had zip ties, and they were going to take people hostage. They punched through the glass and the officers exited and went down the stairs as they made a hole. And then it began. The punching and tearing down of those barricaded doors. And that man with that Glock said and it communicated that they were going to be shot and he was going to retaliate. And he did just that. One round ended all of that, and possibly people on the Senate floor being taken hostage. I have already said I believe that we should have went into the Capitol building a long time ago and demanded the things that need to stop inside our government. 
I don't support our politicians. I am not a fan of our government right now. And I believe change needs to happen. And those people need to be held accountable by the citizens of the United States. But doing it by force and violence and holding people hostage, that's terrorism. And you are treasonous against the United States of America. And I will say it again, every one of those people deserve to be held accountable. Something more important is happening here. Donald Trump just had his Twitter account suspended and Facebook suspended. And I believe what's next, maybe not the 25th Amendment, invoking the 25th Amendment, but I believe that they are going to hold Donald Trump accountable for this and he will face trial. I believe they are looking for a scapegoat and they will do whatever they can to break up the 74 million people who are loyal to him almost to a fault. The government is out for blood. They want to hold somebody accountable. And what's better than a president who they have been trying to hold accountable but unsuccessful to do so for the last four years? I understand Donald Trump is a lot of things. Do I blame him or do I believe he holds some responsibility for what happened? Yes, I do. Do I believe it was his fault alone? No, I don't. I think there is plenty of blame to go around on all sides, and Donald Trump has some of it too. But it's also the Democrats, it's also the newspapers and the media who claim that these are Trump followers when that is not true. They are vile and they are scum, and they do not represent me and they do not represent the people who voted for Trump. That is just like saying Antifa is, represents everybody on the left, and I know they don't feel that way and I don't feel that way, and I have defended the left from that. This is a small group of people who went there to cause harm. It's the same people who wanted after Whitmer and were going to take her hostage and hold her accountable on trial. It is these insane three percenters, these militia, and they are absolutely nuts. And they should be labeled as terrorists and the government should take them down one at a time. I believe in having a freestanding militia. I believe we need to support our constitution. I believe we need to hold people accountable. But these people weren't doing it for any of those reasons. They were doing it for a fake election. And they were a bunch of QAnon idiots who made up a bunch of crap on the internet and couldn't tell the truth from fiction. That is my take. That is my show. And maybe tonight live I will show you the actual video of what happened and you can tune in. But I'm telling you right now, that group of people were going for blood. I don't know if anyone would have been killed, but I promise you this situation could have turned in a standoff that would have lasted days. And I can't imagine that they wouldn't absolutely do vile things to somebody like Nancy Pelosi or Chuck Schumer or any of the Democrats that they don't like and who they have labeled as wanting or treasonous against the United States. They had flags that said treason. They had the ability, they had the motive, and they had the power to do whatever they wanted, and they were fired up and somebody was going to pay. Folks, that's it for my show tonight. I appreciate you stopping by. I hope you understand that everything is just an opinion, and please don't unfriend me. Veteran Crisis Hotline, 1-800-273-8255. Press 1 is extremely important. Too many veterans commit suicide a day, 22 a day. In fact, if you would do me a favor, if you need help, please reach out to this number. If you can't, give me a call. I'll make it with you. And if that's not possible, you can go to don'tunfriendme.com and you can click on the VCL link and you can go ahead and make that free in a Skype call and video call and get a counselor right now. Please make sure you subscribe and share. I will be on tomorrow, and I appreciate you with a Five for Fighting video. I'm looking forward to talking to you, and God bless, and thanks for watching. 
Thanks for watching Don't Unfriend Me, everybody. I want to recommend Alex from Aleko's Design. He works on all of my video and graphic design, and he is amazing. Please give him a shot. Please head on over to his website at www.alekosdesigns.com. And one more quick thing before we go, folks. Still Point does the music intro for the show. They are listeners. They are fans, and we absolutely love them. Special thanks for that amazing song. And you can hear Citizen Soldier at ReverbNation.com slash Still Point.